There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you'll only look, then you will see On WCN-TV Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's WCN-TV program. This is Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. Uh, Just want to take care of a couple things before we jump in today. First off, the new print edition of Wisconsin Christian News is out now, and online members can also access all of that information on our website. If you don't have a subscription, um, you can get one at our website, wisconsinchristiannews.com, print online or both. And this is an especially power-packed edition, so I would encourage you to subscribe. If you don't, you're missing out. Just saying. Today, we have a very special guest for you. Our good friend Doug Hagman is with us. And I'll warn you now that today's topic is going to be pretty disturbing because the situation we're dealing with is a lot more ominous and a lot more intense than many of us realize. We're going to be talking about the invasion of the United States Doug has a regular monthly column in Wisconsin Christian News, and he recently wrote about this subject. Uh, There you go. I don't know if they can see it on the screen there or not. But anyway, he noted in the uh, article he wrote that the current regime in power under the current regime, more than 7 million illegal aliens have invaded the U.S. through our southern border. Now, that's kind of hard to comprehend doesn't really mean a lot. Seven million, we hear million and trillion and all that. And then, you know, but to put it in context, this exceeds the combined total population of 35 American states. If these numbers alone don't shock you, what you'll see, hear, and learn today most definitely will. Just today, Breitbart announced that 40,000 migrants were apprehended in the first 10 days of August alone. Of course, apprehended does not mean they were sent back across the border. As you'll learn today, there are other plans for these invaders, which our own U.S. government regime is orchestrating. For those who don't know, Doug has been a credentialed private investigator for 35 years. He's a former information and operational asset for the FBI and U.S. Department of Justice. He hosts the granddaddy of all alternative media shows, The Hagman Report, which you can watch every weekday, and you can find his show at HagmanPI.com. Not Magnum, Hagman. Two N's, H-A-G-M-A-N-N-P-I.com. Doug, welcome. Thanks for being here. Rob, thanks for having me. And, and that was, you know, I tried to make a play off off of Magnum PI, um, of course, dating myself. Uh, Well, I bet bet you're not driving a Ferrari. Uh, uh, No, it's in the shop. That, that's why I tell everyone. Uh, of, of course not. No, it, you know it's um it's a lonely um, business that doesn't uh, necessarily pay very well unless you work for Hollywood uh, people. In in which case you you're able to slander or, or DC people, and you can slander and and uh, set people up pretty well for a good dollar. Anyway, mm-hmm. but thank but thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, there there's a lot going on. Um, you know, uh, from the uh, late night indictment uh, of President Trump last night, 98 pages. I, I can't believe what I what I read. Uh, it's against President Trump and uh, 18 others, 98 pages, I think 40 or um, I'm not sure how many counts. Um, but the 
the telling part about this and, and stop me anytime because I, I have a tendency just to keep going. But uh, the interesting part about this indictment is it was leaked earlier in the day before the grand jury voted on it. And if you think about that, what that means, um, it, it's an it's incredible because that's not how our, our justice system is supposed to work. So that means that it was that was leaked before it was voted on, and uh, really the substance of the indictment there is none. Um, it's it's everything that the left has done since 1960 to, to the present day, except when we do it or when our side does it, if you want to say it that way, it's criminal versus uh, when they do it, it's their right to do it. So that's where we're at with that. And so, but, but this is all part of a destabilization uh, tactic in which this invasion is, is a big part of it. And um, well, you know, Doug, we knew the indictments were coming. We heard about that earlier in the day, like you said. But um, I'm wondering what happened the day before. What, what, what did Hunter do the day before? Because isn't that how it works? Usually he does something and then Trump gets indicted. You know, I'm, I'm glad you said that because for those keeping score at home, March 17th, Hunter Biden admits the uh, legitimacy of the laptop. The next day, there's news about uh, Trump indictment, uh, about President Trump's indictment. June 8th, the FBI, <clears throat> excuse me, the FBI document about the uh, Biden bribe drops the, the, uh, June 8th. The next day, June 9th, uh, the, the uh, aforementioned indictment against President Trump was filed. Um, on July 26th, the Hunter plea deal collapsed. July 27th, President Trump was indicted. And interestingly enough, we saw the uh, Devin Archer testimony, uh, Hunter Biden's business partner, on July 31st. And then on August 1st, the, the news of the indictment made its way to the forefront. So you're exactly 100% correct. Yes, uh, and uh, I'm not aware way, of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to overtalk you. I, I, sh I should continue uh, because Natalie Winters, a uh, uh, great reporter, went on this. So on the 9th of this month, there was more damning Biden bank records released. And on the 11th of this month, the Department of Justice illegally designates a special counsel, uh, which that's a, a whole nother subject. And on, of course, on the 14th, which was uh, what, yesterday? FBI whistle transcript released was released. And now, of course, following that, we have a late night grand jury indictment. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. So you answered my question. Yeah. yeah. It's always it's always the next day. Yeah. So yeah, these guys are you know, you couldn't write this stuff. You couldn't make it up. People wouldn't believe it. But it's it's happening, folks. It's happening. Yes. So. so, okay, and and th th this is something that I really find amazing. I, I've got, I, I brought forth and submitted some video clips. Now, um, the context, and, and folks, this is why I believe that you need to really subscribe to Wisconsin Christian News because the continuity of information, my copy's at home, and uh, I apologize for not having it with me, but the, the continuity of information, how everything intertwines, it, it's um, you, your your publication is magical almost because it it kind of puts everything together. The part that I'm involved with right now is the invasion of the U.S., which which is really meant to destabilize our our, our nation, as are the indictments, as are as is the trans agenda and everything that we're seeing part of this. But just to start out with, I want to let people know that right now we are dealing with um, 10,000 encounters per day coming, well, 10,000 illegals per day coming over the, the southern border. You mentioned, the, I think, the first seven days it was a, or the first 10 first days. 10 days, yeah. Yeah. But now we are at 10,000 per day and more. 
uh, are expected. The, um, the fact that what's happening because of that is breeding cultural incompatibility is balkanizing the United States, which is the intent. And, uh, some cultures, you know, they'll fight each other kind of like fish in an, in an aquarium. When you have some fish don't like other fish. Okay. You've got, you, you, you've got problems within that aquarium. That's exactly what's being designed for the U S and I've brought some, I've brought some, uh, uh, or I've I've uh, I've come with some uh, some video clips and some information, but to put this in perspective, if, if this is okay with you, I'd like to start with clip number one. Um, this is a two two minute eighteen second clip that explains to people that the the U.S. by the way is not alone. Um, the invasion of the U.S., however, is part of a globalist agenda to destroy the West. And I think that this video does set the stage for what we're talking about. So if we can play this to me. Before we do that, let me just make one comment here quickly. Um, I, I've spoken to Mexican citizens, people who are actually living in Mexico. Right. And they're ticked off at the United States also because of the open border, because these migrants coming through are not Mexicans. They're coming from other places, and they're wrecking their towns. So not only are they destroying the, the towns on, on our southern border in this country, they're also destroying the towns on the northern border of Mexico. And they're, they're, they're fed up. They've had it. Exactly. And when you talk or when you look at... Um uh, everything other than the mainstream media, you know, Guatemala, for example, there are villages that are, are empty. And where are the people? Well, they're either in Mexico, as you said, uh, squatting and destroying some Mexican towns or in Florida or in Texas or being transported across the United States. It's just incredibly bizarre. But, but uh, you know, the, 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 the first clip shows should show everyone that this is an attack against the West and not just the United States. And, and uh, I believe this is in Paris, Ben Berkwam in Paris, and uh, showing exactly how things are. And by the way, he was, um, he was assaulted, I think it was yesterday or the, uh, last night, um, by the migrants who really did not want him to, to videotape what uh, what he got. I don't have that, but I do have clip one. Okay, let's take a look at clip one. Why would you guys spend August going throughout Europe uh, when we have a border on the, the southern border of the United States is exploding, sir? Well, it's just like you said, Steve, at the top of the show, uh, this is not about President Trump. It's not about the people that are around him. It's about we the people. It's about the people, not just we the people of America. It's about the populace, the patriots around the world. And it all goes back to the global reset, the great reset, uh, ultimately the destruction of the Western world and the replacement with the communist, leftist, uh, radical environmentalist ideologies that go along with it. So as our southern border is invaded, Europe's borders have been invaded for decades, and this the, the, this continent has gone woke for so long. They're they're barely even willing to talk about it as their countries are being destroyed. We have in in France alone, you have a Christian attack almost every single day, an attack against a Christian almost every single day, an attack against a Christian church every other week, and you hear nothing from it. You go up to Sweden where I just was, and you've got attacks almost every single day. You have rapes that are common, and they tell women not even to fight back. That's what we're dealing with and it's the same mindset that's attacking america steve not only oscar that, also, your, your uh, thoughts since you've been over there yeah go yeah yes yes sir that, that the, the first country that we were at the netherlands uh the environmentalists they're hijacking the freedom of the farmers and ultimately the freedom of the citizens of the netherlands and there's a trickle effect into belgium and now into france but the most important thing that is happening in the part of the netherlands where these environmentalists are doing a manifesto or an exam for the world it is that they're hijacking and they're taking over the land of the farmers 
and for later on to put governmental housing for migrants. This is what open borders and mass migration, it is happening, and it is also a copy-paste of what is happening in the United States, but in the United States, they're doing what? Detention centers or these shelters with the Catholic charities. They're also doing that in Calais, France, where they have a lot of these Catholic charities being involved with these migrants that they're massively coming in through the borders of South Sudan, African migrants and all migrants from the Middle East. It is just exactly the same of what is happening in the borders with Mexico and the United States. So, so Rob, um, you can see right there that this is not just uh, against the United States, but all of the West, and it's now being affiliated with climate change or, or blamed in part on climate change. Um, do you think that the, if I can ask this question to you, do you think that the, the average person on the street in, in the U.S. or Canada or anywhere in the West understands the magnitude of what's going on? Not at all. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, they're going about their day-to-day lives and, and um, you know, and that's the plan. You know, there a lot of these uh, uh, migrants that they're they're moving around the country, uh, they're moving at night, so people don't know. And and obviously, the mainstream media, if it's not on CNN or Fox, you're not going to hear about it. So um, exactly. And yeah, um, social media social media censors everything. So um, yeah, unless you are in an area where this is happening on your in your backyard, you're not going to know about it. Exactly. Now, I, I was attempting to do some research with uh, respect to um, the historical aspect of illegals, immigration, and in the um, forcing of different cultures into like a certain area. And I came across something that, that was mentioned, and, and I can't remember who mentioned this. So I started looking into this incident that took place in May of 1927 and that's the bath school massacre now now this this was not a well it was a disaster but it was a massacre and this is presented if you're watching this uh folks on, on screen you can see the uh i think it's uh i'm not sure of the source on this but you can see it, this was a series of bombings in bath township michigan there were more casualties including children than columbine Okay, what this what this does not tell you really it was the true motive for the bombing, and the more I got involved in it, and, and again you're looking at an incident May eighteenth, nineteen twenty seven, killed forty five people, injured fifty eight, worse than Columbine. Most of the victims were children in second to sixth grade. They were attending the Bath Consolidated School. Well, why the school? What was the motive? This appeared to be just a terrorist, right? No. Um, again, the worst mass murder in school in U.S. history to date. Um, again, three times as many victims as Columbine. So you start drilling down into this, and you find out that there were there there was an issue at specifically in this township at this school with forcing Protestants and Catholics together and forcing specific curriculum into the um, into the school. Now, I bring this up because what's happening today, whether it's the CRT or the trans, or whether it is a different culture, which is what we're experience, experiencing with the um, invasion, this is in, impacting our schools. This, I, I'm telling you, this could happen again tomorrow, and it, I, I just shudder to think about it because you've got crime on the rise, especially in the migrant community. And one, one thing I didn't, I did not send your, your uh, producer, but I want to, I want to touch on it if I may, the FBI and the government accountability office, this is something that, um, when I when I when I read this, I, I had to read it like and then research it to make sure that I was getting the correct numbers. The GAO has produced only three reports on criminal alien crime. The last report was released in 2018 
and it covered 2010 through 2015 only. Sadly, there are no annual statistics kept by any federal agency about illegal alien crime. Those incarcerated between 2010 and 2015 were responsible for over, you ready for this, 33,000 homicides uh, or manslaughters, obviously. The number that were killed prior, how many have been killed since? Boy, I'd like to know that. But there are no statistics that are being maintained for obvious reasons. By 2015, 21% of the federal immigration population were criminal aliens. This is according to the GAO. The, the, these are government statistics. And in fiscal year 2015, it, this stuff is mind-blowing. There were 169,300 illegal aliens in state prisons and local jails. 170,000 in jail or in uh, uh, state prisons. Now, those numbers, just to be clear to everyone, are based on those requesting uh, SCAAP, uh, AAAP reimbursement. Not all states and localities request those funds, so that number should be a lot higher. And additionally, there are um, conviction and uh, length of stay requirements to be, to be uh, uh, reimbursed. So having said all of that, it, it, I'll just sum up this way. In just one year, in 2018, illegal aliens administratively arrested by ICE were responsible for more than 535,000 crimes. That's half, well over half a million crimes. And some of those crimes include DUIs, dangerous drugs, possession and, and uh, distribution of uh, over 50,000 assaults, 2,000 kidnappings, and uh, tw uh, 2,028 homicides. Again, this is um, in 2018 alone. And they're, they're irrefutable because these are federal government numbers. And this is being covered up by every single member of Congress, as well as the White House and uh, the propaganda wing of the federal government, which is known as the corporate main mainstream mass media. But it continues. It continues. Do it. Should I continue or am well, I talking? I can, I can tell you that, um, you know, you've done a lot of research on it. So, you know, the na national figures, but uh, I can just locally. Um, there are two things that I check out in our local newspaper, which is really um, not worth a whole lot. But um, I, I do watch the obituaries uh, specifically for people who have died suddenly at a young age. Yep. And um, and and those are frequent. There are at least a half dozen a week. And I watch the uh, felony crime gallery that they put up once a week. And in the crime gallery for felonies and drugs and trafficking and you name it, um, I would guess that 90% of them are not American citizens. So, And that's in this little town that I live in. So, You know, and I've been to your little town it's a delightful town but this is exactly you know again when when i was doing the research and i was looking at the historical um uh statistics of, of crime and about how the attempts to bal uh, balkanize the united states how they're attempting to to create this hostile environment if we were a fish tank that's like throwing a couple of male bed as well. Now, that's a bad example. Throwing piranhas in with goldfish. I mean, it's it's by design. And this is happening, as, as the clip one showed, this is happening all throughout the West. And and, and they're, they're blaming, um, and they will be continue to blame, or will continue to blame, climate change in the Central South America, especially in the fruit, fruitful area, like I said, Guatemala, village is almost empty uh, with this forced migration. Hey, people need to eat, so they're going north or south or whatever, but we're going over uh, or going to Europe, which is really Europe is, um, um, wow, blown away. Well, they, they always have a reason. I mean, look at what they did with uh, Germany. You would think that um, 
the world would have figured things out with that example. Um, oh, yeah. Apparently not. No, no. So what I've done, and I've been in contact with, uh, because of great supporters like yourself, Wisconsin Christian News, and the people that, that support us, we have uh, we do have people down. We have contacts. I shouldn't say we didn't send them down, but we have contacts down at the southern border. And some of the information is very consistent with what you're with what you're about to see in the next couple of uh, clips um, and and using those that allows the people that we have the anonymity to, to maintain the anonymity so they can go without being you know molested by either the federal government or by the uh, border patrol or the the bad people okay um, so um, if we can go to this leaked footage by federal law enforcement, I received this. This was originally classified, and then, or I'm sorry, it was originally law enforcement sensitive. And then I saw Steve Bannon had it on his program, and then it was classified, and then it was not classified anymore. So I don't know what the status is. So the onus is on the, uh, the War Room platform for this. But I can tell you what I received is the exact same information you're about to see. And this is leaked footage by law enforcement. This would be, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, I guess I got ahead of myself here. You can go to clip three, cartel and cross-border activity, which I, I think that might might be. Yes, it is. It's the same thing. Um, Tara Dahl talking to Steve Bannon while at the southern border, clip three. Yeah, so law enforcement actually leaked this footage. These This footage is from Saturday, August 5th. And the reason that law enforcement leaked it is because they want the American people to understand the national security implications right now of Biden's open border policies. And so it's a, a exclusive to war room, Steve. And this is, we're breaking this story right now. And what you're seeing here, this is three gunmen that crossed over from Miguel Alamán, Mexico. And they crossed into Fronton, Texas, which is near Roma, Texas. Roma, Texas is a very small community right on the border. It has about 11,000 people for population. Fronton is even smaller. There's no gas station there. And Roma is the most violent area on the southwest border. And you can see in these images, these gunmen have long guns. They have holsters for pistols. They have body armor on them. And keep in mind, in Mexico, they have some of the most restricted gun laws. They're not allowed. Mexican citizens are not allowed to have guns. They're not allowed to hold pistols. They're not allowed to have body armor. So you know that these are identified as cartel members. This is imagery is taken in Fronton, Texas. This is on the U.S. side. What happened is Vortex was called, but they are coming from McAllen, Texas. So by the time they arrived on the scene, when these images were taken, these gunmen had escaped already into the United States. So now they're they're among the 1.5 million known gotaways that have that we have under the Biden administration. We have 25,000 just for the month of July known gotaways alone. And so now they're in Texas and they're armed and they're dangerous. And keep in mind, these are with the cartel. Um, cartel new generation, Jalisco new generation. That's the most violent cartel in Mexico. And what's happening in this area, why you're seeing this, is in Miguel Alamán, you have a battle for control of territory among three different cartels. The Gulf cartel has controlled that area for the last 20 years. In the last two and a half years, the Northeast cartel started for control over that area. And last May, now you have the most violent cartel, Cartel Jalisco New Generation, has also joined the fight for control of that area. That's an area where there's a lot of smuggling that goes through. The only wall in Fronton is a, it's a short wall, very small. It's, it's not, it doesn't protect the area. So what is happening, you're seeing the national security implications right now that Biden's open policies are having on the American people. A lot of people in that area are leaving that area. We had an opportunity to talk to a very well-respected veteran, Doc Michael Vickers. He was briefing us yesterday on the state of affairs down here, and he was telling us the impact that Biden's immigration policies are having on the healthcare system, on the schools. He runs into immigrants almost on a daily basis on his own ranch. He was showing us photos of all the deceased immigrants that 
he and his wife run into themselves on their ranch. And so what's happening is the Biden administration is, is actually putting illegal immigrants' interests over the United States' interests. And, and thank you for playing that. Um, the, Rob, the, the reason that I wanted to show that is the, the southern border, um, the assets that we have uh, that we speak to on a, on, a, on a regular basis at the southern border, um, have said that out of the 1,969 miles from the Gulf to the Pacific of the southern border, the operational control held by the cartels in the border states, including Texas and Arizona, is 100%. So to put this in perspective, about 1,950 miles of the U.S. southern border is controlled or the uh, is the, uh, the the cartels have operational control and the new generation uh, cartel is by all the information I have is being assisted by the uh, federal government here in the United States by way of um, practical and monetary assistance. And for those who don't know, and, and uh, then I'll, I'll be quiet. And, and uh, um, but but for those who don't know, the cartels operate in in drug trafficking, in human smuggling, both lucrative, very very lucrative um, activities. Uh, the I want to be careful how I say this. <laughs> the recent election. In Arizona, Carrie Lake had um, appeared on, on the Hagman Report yesterday, or I'm sorry, not Carrie Lake, um, Liz Harris, who was a um, representative in Arizona, appeared on the Hagman Report yesterday. And she detailed the relationship between the Sinaloa cartel and some of the individuals in government in her state you take that in in texas and even in southern california with this new generation cartel which again is being assisted by the federal government and they're they're vicious and what is happening is this surrender of 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 real estate and also of power to the extent that we the citizens are powerless and have been captured by outside interests. And, and the cartels, look, they're not autonomous. They're assisted by people like George Soros, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, for example, those kind of people. So um, th this is an incredibly bad situation. And the people that you saw are bringing over multiple diseases. You you heard her say about the multiple diseased or deceased individuals, either one would be correct. But the big thing right now, including the uh, information I'm getting from inside uh, Missouri, uh, close closer to the middle of the country, is a multi-drug resistant tuberculosis. Human to animal to human transmissibility is spreading like wildfire, especially to cattle. And this is part of the assault on our food supply that's compliments of the globalists. I don't know if that made sense. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Um, I don't want to jump ahead too far. I mean, I would stick with your, uh, your game plan here, but um, talk a little bit, if you will, about the um, um, military-aged Chinese that are coming right. across. Okay, that that's where clip um, clip four comes in. Uh, clip four and clip five. Uh, actually, we can jump because of time uh, right to clip five. Um, let's see here. We can start at that at the beginning, and then there's a hard stop about two and a half minutes or two forty four two minutes forty four seconds. We can address this because this is one of the biggest threats to the 
uh, security of the United States that we have right now. So this is going to explain that. Go ahead. Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin just wrapped up their three-day meeting about confronting and taking on the United States. The duo both love exploiting our freedoms and sensibilities. Which brings us to America's southern border and a sudden spike in Chinese nationals coming across the Rio Grande illegally and then being released into our country. So far this year, the Border Patrol caught more than 4,300 illegal immigrants coming across the Rio Grande who started their journey in China. That's a nearly 1,000% increase from last year. And as always, the numbers we're showing you here are the people who get caught. The number of gotaways, people who escape into the United States, keeps setting records too. Just by statistics, a number of them are going to be Chinese as well. News Nation's Orhe Ventura on the border with exactly who these Chinese are. And I'm sure, Orhe, all of them say they're refugees who are just seeking a better life for their families. And, of course, they are not spies for Xi Jinping. Yeah, that's what we're hearing right now, Leland. 91% of these Chinese nationals that are being apprehended are single adults. It's a really fascinating turn of events here, Leland. We've never really seen a spike of Chinese nationals uh, being apprehended like this. So here where I am right now is the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas. It's now the leading sector for those Chinese national apprehensions. They actually had a, a one day in this month where they actually apprehended 90 Chinese nationals in a single day. And this is uh, causing a new challenge for Border Patrol and Texas DPS when it comes to the language barriers. It is extending some of those processing times. Here what uh, Lieutenant Alvarez with Texas DPS had to say about this issue. Border Patrol has been dealing with this. They're dealing with the uptick in Chinese nationals, especially in the Rio Grande Valley sector, which it's unusual. Before, we would never see this many Chinese nationals coming across this area here. But, of course, it's a it's a very lucrative uh, business for the smuggling organizations, especially dealing with Chinese nationals, where they're having to pay anywhere from $35,000 and up just to cross into the U.S. And Leland, the reason why this is pretty significant is for the cartels, there's a huge incentive to actually protect the Chinese nationals that are being smuggled into the U.S. They're paying upwards to $35,000 to be smuggled into the U.S. So they're paying double, triple of what a migrant from Central America or South America is paying. What's also unique about this as well, Leland, is that a lot of these Chinese nationals are actually flying to Ecuador. Ecuador, because it's one of the few countries that doesn't require a travel visa for those Chinese nationals. From the Chinese nationals that we interviewed, what they're doing is they're flying into Ecuador. From Ecuador, they're actually making their way to Neocoli, Colombia. From there, smugglers will organize their transport on boats and get them to the Darien Gap in Panama. And, and there it is. Uh, okay, answer. so what, what I saw there, uh, Doug, was um, in the images, um, all military-age young men, single, um, standing there. And they say they're apprehended, but then what happens? Well, they're treated like every other illegal that comes in. They, they're given a court date five, six, seven, eight years in the future and released into the wild uh, at that, especially the Chinese, uh, because there is, a, interestingly enough, there is a problem with, with uh, at the NGOs who handle relocations with the translations from Mandarin and the various dialects from China. So they're, they're let go without any kind of sponsorship in the U S and if, if you ask, a, if you ask like the, uh, uh, the, the uh, fe federal government workers in, in uh, the border States, well, you know, uh, what, what about the uh, Chinese military age men or yeah, men of military age? They'll say, well, because of the high cost, which you saw there, uh, they're coming over and then they're going to bring their families over. That's the story. There's no indication of that. And that number of 4,300 and some odd encounters is actually artificially lowered by the federal government. When you look at the, um, when you go to the various sectors and talk to the Customs and Border Patrol, the number of encounters that, that we know about, I mean, it's far more than that. And the fact is the uh, flight into Quito, Ecuador, and the trek from, this is another way that we can track this, from Ecuador, from Quito, Ecuador, into or to the Darien Gap. How do they get there? They get there by usually by bus or 
other NGO transportation. Our tax dollars are paying for that. Uh, believe it or not, the United Nations as well is paying for the transportation of Chinese nationals, perhaps the most serious threat that we have to our country. So all of this combined, you're looking at, uh, by orders of magnitude, more Chinese CC and, and oh, by the way, these are CCP sponsored because the money that that is being paid is not coming from the pockets of the the uh, illegals, the Chinese illegals, but by the Communist Chinese Party. And, and people don't understand uh, that. Yeah, it goes from the CCP to the cartels. And a lot of it, again, this is this is big business. A lot of it is digital. A lot of it is digitally transferred into um, bank accounts in other countries. For Cook Islands, for example, you can trace some of some of the payments. And this is why, too. Sorry about that. This is why, too, that the Hunter Biden laptop is so important because it touches on the systematic laundry, money laundering that also applies to what we're seeing with respect to the Chinese invasion into the U.S. And it's, uh, you know, it's not just uh, those coming across the southern border. Our, uh, the current regime has, has uh, brought in hundreds of thousands from Afghanistan and Ukraine and who knows where, and they're just bringing them in. Exactly, resettling them. So, and the the thing the thing that I really want to point out too is every NGO, almost every NGO I've encountered, based on my research, that is assisting the whether it's Chinese nationals or any other foreign national illegally coming into the United States is a five hundred one c three, which. Mm -hmm. When you think about it, okay, that gives them a level of protection. It, it Of course, they don't have to pay taxes. And it's all done under the auspices or the ostensibly for, to, to help, you know, um, to, to, to be... Uh, uh, Humanitarian aid. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah. But the bottom line here, when you look at, for example, and I just have a note here, or uh, my notes here. When you look at the various... Companies and I think uh, your producers got uh, Southwest Key Programs. This is uh, I, I have a couple of images as well as the website. Southwest Key Programs is one NGO. It's a massive operation that is involved in relocating these migrants from the Darien Gap, actually uh, or, or illegals, I shouldn't say migrants from the Darien Gap into the United States. It's just massive. And then you have the same template being used uh, as this, as you're seeing, used by an, another NGO um, <clears throat> titled MVM, whose founder is formerly from the CIA. Then SLS and some other, other NGOs that are warehousing and housing children and this is where they're housing children in cages. And they're using facilities like Walmart. And we have documentation shown, showing that, that, that uh, hey, um, Walmart actually is, uh, I, I believe we might have a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we might have a, a video clip. Right, Bronzeville, Texas. There was uh, two things that I, that I found. Um Again, be, be, before we get into that, Doug, uh, I see uh, Ray in the in the audience had a question or comment. Ray, do you want to? Yeah, before you move on, Doug, um, I'm recalling the uh, the military, the Muslim military operation that you uncovered in New York, right. where you know they were. Do you see that happening with these Chinese coming in, where they're trying to set up camps throughout our country uh, for the same purposes? Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Ben Berkwam uh, uh, followed a, a couple of Chinese foreign nationals, and, and I played this on, on our program, um, this is a couple of weeks old, from the border to a, uh, to a target range, if you will, in the desert. 
the same day that they crossed the border. We have information that not only are the Chinese, but so are the Sunni and Shia Muslims. It depends on, on which, obviously, which country they're coming from, are, are essentially doing the same thing, but in different parts of the country. So you've got, you might have the Chinese nationals setting up uh, paramilitary-style training camps, especially over on the West Coast. For some reason, there's a dis disparate number over on the West Coast of, Ch of Chinese foreign nationals, whereas the, uh, the Muslims and uh, the Sunni and Shia are on the East Coast and throughout the, the, the uh, middle of the country. Uh, also, the Chinese down south in Florida, as well as other Asian countries throughout Texas and uh, and uh, Arizona, so in Southern California. So yes, the the long that was a long answer to a, to a simple question, but yes. Well, you know, and people are probably thinking it's uh, you know applauding the uh, the governors that are sending these uh, migrants to um, blue cities and states, thinking you know serves them right, you know. Let's send them up there. Let's send them to, send them to D.C. Let's send them to New York, uh, Illinois, places like that. And um, but these governors are actually facilitating, infiltrating the entire country. They're dispersing these people around the country. Exactly, Governor Abbott. By the way, is a WEF World Economic Forum member. And he is part of the problem. You know, all this big to do about this uh, uh, this uh, wall that they put up in the in the Rio Grande. The thing's only like, I mean, less than a thousand feet. It does absolutely nothing to keep anyone out. It just irritates the the, the wildlife. Okay, that's all it does. And then he buses people to various cities. You know, yeah, it irritates Eric Adams, for example, in New York City, but that's all it does. But it accomplishes the objective, the same objective. Yeah. Send them home. Send yeah. them back. Right. Okay, so, so let's let's move on and, and tell us about Walmart. Yes, th this is interesting. Um, I, I, I guess I lost my place, but... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, let's see here. We, you know, we... I the. I have a um, oh, 22 second, wherever that 22 second video clip is, it kind of number six. That's the one. This will show you essentially that, well, it, it, it kind of shows you that, that, uh, that we're not making this up. Okay. That's why I threw that in there. Clip six. That's your convenience. Teenage boys, 12 to 17. This is an old Walmart. There's guys in golf carts that are driving around. It's pretty soon. I can take you. I can do another loop then. I don't think so. I think we have some photos of that, too. We do. Actually. And if people saw happen to happen to see that Sunrise logo, and there it is there. You cannot get near this Walmart. The number of, and by the way, the number of cars in this parking lot, think of the average Walmart. Um, it would be like Christmas Eve, uh, Black Friday combined. That's how many vehicles are in the parking lot. The support system and staff and people involved in this. But this is directly related to Southwest Key programs and by the way this is doug hagman investigators saying it so um you know if, if there's an issue with that uh, in terms of uh, accountability or, or factual aspect it's doug hagman not wcn well we just saw we just saw the actual photographs right. and videos so right I, and i i'm i'm, I'm so, I look lawfare is, is so bad but anyway mm -hmm. okay so walmart Back in 2018, when President Trump was in office, Walmarts were being used to house young people, children, and families. Okay, and it was that was more of a humanitarian effort that Walmart signed up for. Now, uh, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 
that Walmart was used by the Trump administration for at that time. So in other words, President Trump, the administration working, um, trying to find, you know, try, trying to reunite families and such and kicking everyone else out. We're, we're using the Walmarts uh, with authority from certain Walmart, the, the landowners and such. Well, when, when the, when the board found out, when the uh, CEO and, and board of Walmart found out when President Trump was doing this, of course, CNN reported that they were very disturbed that its former building is migrant shelter for children. And if you note the date on this article, this is how this is, man, this is people need to understand. This is how we are being gaslit. This is 2018. Hey, we're disturbed about this. Now, Walmart, today, it's okay. But the conditions are exponentially, by orders of magnitude, worse for children and unaccompanied, uh, the unaccompanied minors and for women because there's a difference between humanitarian aid and human trafficking. And there's a big difference because one costs money and one makes money. I think you can guess which is which. Yep, yep. you said it. You said it. And look, in this news article here, ex-CIA contractor makes millions flying immigrant kids to shelters. Yeah, it's all about money at that level. But at the larger level, at the planning stage, it's an attack on the West and it involves the U.S. as well as Europe. And I didn't want to take more time than 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 you than you requested. So um that's really where we're at um, in terms of of uh, uh, the, this invasion. And it's not stopping. It's not going to stop unless we, the people, put a stop to it. People have no idea how bad it is. I was going to go down to the southern border myself uh, when the individual I, I was waiting on the video from uh, it previously said, please don't come down. You, you'll, you'll slow us down. And you'll be uh, you'll be too hard to uh, essentially. We'll we'll have to babysit you, Doug. Don't come down. So mm-hmm. you, you know um, this is where we're at, and it's only going to get worse. Okay. Uh, Walter in our audience has a question or comment. Walter, need to unmute yourself and come on in the show. Can't hear you, Walter. Walter, if you can hear me, unmute yourself. You gotta, you gotta unmute and push the push the speaker button. It, yep, probably. Guess guess it's not working. So, Doug, moving along here. Well, what, you, where do yeah. we go from here, and and what what do you suggest? Uh, oh, what I suggest no one wants to hear. Um, yeah, well, me neither. Uh, look, I, here's here's the issue. I, I believe that there are so many of our, so many members of our federal and now the border states, especially the members of, of the legislature, the state, the states, as well as the federal, um, compromised and also making a lot of money on this. But even worse, uh, complicit with the cartels, with the uh, trafficking, for different reasons. Ideological is one, the, a big one, and uh, obviously there's this um, uh, uh, other, many other reasons which we don't have time to get into. However, what I think what we as a people need to do is I think we need to wake everyone that we can up, and you know something put pressure on the, not just the governors, forget about the federal government, but uh, the governors of the border states and also the counties, because the counties in many, many cases are complicit in allowing this to happen. Whether it's the county sheriff, um, and I'm not going to, uh, there's one county sheriff that I know of, that entire department is on the, is on the take okay from the cartels and that's a border area um 
but we need to put pressure on the local uh, counties at the border, as well as the state governors. Otherwise, the only other alternative is to, in militia fashion, by actual militias, go down to the southern border and protect it ourselves because it, it's not happening. But then, um, you, you know, uh, uh, I mean, who, who knows? We probably would not be allowed to or we would ourselves be arrested. But, you know, the funny thing about this is people say you can't close the southern border during the one-year period that uh, the ports of entry were, were shut down because of COVID. The interceptions by the CPB were, were, were nil, almost nil. Think about that. And that's because the government at that level was shut down the uh, really shut down the immigration. And there you have it. It can well, be. and now they're facilitating it. They actually have centers on both sides of the border to um, make it more efficient for them to cross. So, yes, yes. Um, JR uh, from the audience, come on in. Thank you very much. Thanks, Doug, for all you do. Doug, a couple of things. Number one, uh, most Americans, and it is we the people, I agree with you. Most Americans don't have to, don't need to. This is just noise to them. And until it gets to the point where they need to know this, I'm afraid we're in trouble. As far as doing the militia thing, you're just going to have another January 6th situation. They'll make you look bad. And uh, again, until we the people, locally is the key. I do agree with that. And maybe you start with the organizations that are hiring these illegal aliens and start applying pressure there. I'm okay with that, too. And that's a great idea. The... um the federal government has been pushing to drop a lot of the uh, work or the requirements for working. In other words, well, well, look at Illinois. You can actually become a police officer in the state of Illinois. I was just going to mention that. Yeah. Really? Okay. Those are the people, not our neighbors who are police officers. Those are the ones that are going to take our guns and, 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 you know, shoot our dog. Okay. I mean, it's simple as that. So, um, I, I guess you're, you're exactly right. We need to go after the people who are capitalizing on the slave labor here in the U.S. And the, but then again, we I'm not trying to uh, poo-poo that idea, but the slave labor also goes on in other countries as well. And uh, you've got this now this inequ- inequitable or uh, if that's a word. Um, competition with respect to wages and imports and exports, which President Trump addressed during his tenure and also was able to uh, to, to penalize enough and fix. So yeah, there's that. But you're right. Yep. So it's, uh, yeah, we've got uh, police officers in Illinois now that are uh, going to be a good chance that um, it's going to be an illegal um, immigrant um, arresting you. Um, yeah, exactly. After, after they've defunded the police department. Yeah. I, I, I was just going to say that in addition to we have, we have allowed the CCP to open up uh, police stations in New York and San Francisco and, of course, uh, Toronto in Canada, uh, as well as I think there might be one in Montreal. When in, in the history of of the world has this ever happened? It's not happened. But this administration or this regime is treating this, in my view, and seditious. Betty, you got one minute. Okay, just real quick. Yes, uh, the scandemic made a lot of people lazy. So now they expect the government to pay them. So now employers don't have any, anybody working for them. So they're going to hire anything which is really sad. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, Rob, I thank you so much for allowing me to be on your program. I really appreciate you and all that you do. And I would encourage everyone to support Wisconsin Christian News and thank and thank you for allowing me to be, be a part. And tune in to uh, Doug Hagman's uh, program tonight. Uh, Hagman. Well, I was going to say HagmanReport.com, but it's HagmanPI.com now. Yeah, well, so it'll get you can go to either one. It'll take you there. Yeah. So, But uh, you can watch Doug every week, every, every night of the week, 
at uh, hagmanpi.com. And, um, you know, my favorite guest that you have is Randy Taylor. I, I got to meet that guy someday. So <laughs> I'm going to tell him he said that. Well, um, I've sent him an email, but he hasn't responded. So, oh, okay. Uh, trying to trying to twist his arm and get him on the show, but I I know you know what um, I'll talk to him and, and get him on for you. Okay, cool, cool. Right. Hagmanpi.com. We are out of time, folks. Man, that went fast. There's more. There's so much more to this than we could possibly even get into. But anyway, we're out of time. Doctor Mike will be here next week with another great guest. I'll be back in two weeks. And Gary Ka will be my guest in two weeks. So we'll see you then, and God bless. Bye.